So me too. So we can talk about seasonal depression. Yeah, seasonal depression. Yeah, that's seasonal. a lot. Hey, hey guys, we're back. And this could be in November, you know, because the season has officially oh, like yeah, you no, know settled in. Is I know people who have seasonal depression. I have seasonal depression. You do. Hold on, we'll get into it in a second. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. It's me, Alexis. And I'm Hamsata. And I'm Janine. And you're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1. Great. Today, <laughs> we're, we're back. We're going on a high note into a very depressing topic. That's okay, because we can... Let's talk about we depression. can talk about it without being, being there. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. So, I agree. guys, today we're gonna talk about dun dun dun. Oh wow! Okay. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I'm feeling this holiday. I feel that. I feel that. We're gonna. We're, anyways, we're talking about seasonal depression. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you could catch that from the intro, but <laughs> I don't think you could. But but that's the case. Sometimes we'll get into that. Yeah. Right. Start off. Do any of y'all suffer from seasonal oh, not suffer. <laughs> experience? Uh, experience. Seasonal depression. Mm, let me put it this way for me, right? I think seasons never had an impact for me. So but was... the um I recently started to feel a lot more happier because of summer and appreciating the sun and nature and being outside more do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i feel like now that those things are going away will i go into a depression or will i say constant or will i like you know be find another thing to appreciate within the fall weather i don't know see i see what you're saying yeah but the thing is like i don't know if it's like seasonal or just the time that we're in meaning like the stuff going on Mm -hmm. yeah because like right now we're in the middle of the semester Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and i also don't know if it's because i've just been put on a front but like i haven't cried all semester oh wow i have not cried all semester and then yesterday hit you are a strong soldier but i don't know if i should dab you up or not don't dab she just said she was crying back to back to back to back yesterday you just missed that part sorry no, you, I don't know if it's because like I'm just so because it's in the middle of the semester. Not even yeah, I think because like I'm just so used to putting on a front that I've been doing it for so long now, that it's just semester. now happens to be hitting. Yeah, but I also I feel I kind of feel like because like things are getting darker at night. I mean that's part and, of like, it. I'm also staying in more because things are getting darker because we're at college yeah. on a college campus. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of contributing to it because now I'm with less people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, I like being by myself, so I really don't know if it's like just the weather or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I don't I know if it's depression. I don't know. I honestly, don't. I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like time. You know, time yeah, I feel like will time tell. Will know. Yeah, but I also think it's just a part of my life. Like, I, yeah, I'm an immigrant. It's what I deal with. It's what I do. It's, it's what, what I do. do. It's what I do. Me, I would say it's more severe than that. Outwardly. I would say I'm pretty consistent, but like, oh, my chest. I'm you sorry. Good? Yeah, I'm good. My Are chest sure? got. I think I had a little heartburn. I don't know if y'all be getting heartburn? that. Yeah, I get heartburn. I, get heartburn. I thought that was old people thing. Wow. No. Wow. So, so I started getting mine in like fifth grade, sixth grade. <gasps> I started getting heartburn. I have a sensitive stomach and a sensitive throat. Mm-hmm. Like, like very acidic things uh, gives like, you heartburn yeah like my body's like oh no it's giving i need a spicy something i think also just like the nigerian diet in me 
I just be getting heartburn sometimes. You're so fascinating. Thanks to me. I feel like you guys always be talking about something. I'm always on the outskirts of it every <laughs> single time. And that's why we adore you. But I feel like mine's more severe. And I feel like it's the seasons, but it's more of the seasons because of the sunlight. Like, mm-hmm. once the sun starts, like, I will literally start having mental breakdowns just completely over the fact of the lack of sunlight. Mm. I see that for sure. If I, especially when I took, oh, my gosh, I used to get so much, up, like, messed up. I would take a nap, and I would wake up, and it would be dark. And I'm thinking it's, like, 8 p.m., and I would look at my phone, and it would be, like, 5.30. Mm-hmm. And I would start, like, hyperventilating mm-hmm. and, like, freaking out. I don't know why, though. Like, it makes I mean, sense. I could see it. It makes sense. I, kind of, I get it. I mm-hmm. think it's, I know, like, personally for me, that would happen. And it kind of just, I don't know explain it. It's kind of like a... Like a jolt in my, I don't know how to explain. Like I would wake up and it feels like I'm supposed to be somewhere else to do something else, and then like, but I'm here. I just get overwhelmed. Like if I think mm-hmm. that something is supposed to happen and then it's like it's not happening, mm-hmm. my brain gets very confused. Over- and there's yeah. like this moment of like being overwhelmed. And it's like oh my yeah, God, it does overwhelm it is me. Not what it, what and it, it and it sucks because it's just like every day because I'm just waiting for the sun to be setting after seven again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like freaking out a little bit every day, and I, don't I stay like daylight savings. Yeah, and it's funny because I go, I still go out and stuff, but mentally I'm way more home during the winter mm-hmm. than in the other seasons. Like even when I'm out, I'm mentally like clocked, like I'm checked out, but I'll still be out and about doing whatever. Because especially February, one of the coldest months, one of the worst months for the sun, but it's also my birthday month and a lot of my friends' birthdays. So I'm February is always one of the busiest months for me, like event wise. Like I'm out so much in February. Hey, you know always we met in February. See, oh, yeah, I'm telling you, like February is always so heavy for me. February is always heavy. Twenty seven, but my favorite time of the like is my favorite semester. I always mm. like semester better. Really? I like fall better mm-hmm. just because I, I feel like, like it's fall. warmer better. It's warmer longer in fall. I don't like fall because I have to put on a front for longer. Because like I'm not energized when I get back from summer because I'm always doing stuff. Yeah, and then going into school is kind of just like what the fudge. But it's like. Yeah. There's there's that break in between like winter and the winter break second semester where like nobody expects you to do anything but have fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like I literally take a real break. I literally take a real break. So it's like when I come back from spring, I'm like, okay, I could actually do this. I don't like spring because there's no break. Oh. Like I really do appreciate we have spring break. That's the only break, and it's like I feel like I like fall break because the breaks are like split up. It's like because there's that breaks. one and there's Labor Day and there's yeah, um, what's Thanksgiving, it called Thanksgiving and then you have winter. I like those little segments for me because, like, I really lean onto those as, like, little, you know, rep- restoring myself and then going back into semester. Spring break, it's just one after the other, after the other, after the other. I'm a spring semester. And then you have spring break. And then after that, it's back at it until, like, you know, school's over, essentially. I think it's also the way I design my schedule. Like, I always, mm. I'm a, I, I hit everything hard in the in fall. fall. And then that makes sense. And then when it gets to spring, I start chilling. Mm-hmm. Spring is my broad. Spring was when I did, um, when I joined my sorority. Um, spring is when, like, all the good things happen. Spring when I got in a relationship. Like, I'll be popping in spring. What? <laughs> get excited. I'll be pop- oh, man. No, yeah, I That's think cool. mine, first time, I don't know. Because I can think of the first time I got, like, I was truly not doing okay mentally. Oh, my God. Sophomore year of high school. I played my sophomore I said like what you're in now? No, sophomore year of high school, I had a really like, I was struggling some academically, mm-hmm. 
And then I stopped being able to go out with my friends because my grades were slipping. Mm -hmm. So then I was being isolated and I was doing bad with this. And I was like, mm -hmm. I was just always doing something it felt mm -hmm. like. And that was the first time like I felt like crap. Like I literally felt completely horribly awful. Like I would just be in my room and just like lay down and just have to remove myself from my feelings and just sit there just mm -hmm. like blank. Because I just could not handle, like, I would start freaking out or hyperventilating or whatever was, like, going on. Like, I'd start, like, freaking out, and then I'd just be like, what's the point? And then, like, I would literally be in the middle of tears and just, just dead face. And I would just sit like that for, like, an hour. You detached yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I've learned to, like, detach myself from people, but I haven't learned how to detach myself from my feelings. It's not necessarily but is that good. Even healthy it's not really people? no, no feelings. feelings see it's mm, it sometimes it, it can be useful but it's so easy to overplay and overdo and yeah. make it into a bad thing so like now I feel like I can't really detach my feelings like I used to and as much as I don't like it I more don't like it because it's not normal for me because I'm used to being able to detach myself from my emotions very easily but I know in the end it's better for me to not be doing that but that was, like, that winter was, like, just awful for me. Like, it was just awful. And then I feel like every winter since then has been, real like, not good. Mm. Like, normally I would say, like, between summer and winter, like, I was the same. Since then, I have not been, the, like, every winter I definitely go downhill. Oh, that's so interesting. I think I just, like, because this winter, it literally was, like, an overnight switch. Like, I literally woke up and I'm, like, why am I so sad all of a sudden? It's, like, 6 p.m., hmm, come to cry. But I feel like it happens for me during winter too. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know what it is because I mean, I do put up a facade during spring. Well, I guess the rest, but like still, spring is very yeah. long. Like you talked about mm -hmm. facade. I don't know. Maybe it is the sun. No, I definitely believe because you know the sun. It's like, the if you sun. Go in there, weather it makes change. You happy. I yeah. mean, that's the whole point of like, like. Hold on, I'm gonna look up the left. official definition for us. Y'all no, can look talk. it up. Because I just feel like I don't know with seasonal depression. Like I think. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Say it. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. Symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and social withdrawal. <gasps> a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. It reminds me. I was watching a TikTok, and they said, like, it's scientifically proven. We all know this, right? And so they said countries where they get more sunlight, people there are just so much more happier. Oh, yeah. And countries oh, where God. they don't get as much sunlight, they're usually a little bit more yeah, groggy that's why, and grumpy. You know, that's why um, yeah. Seattle has such a high depression rate, because it's always raining there because of the weather. The weather is affecting no, the their weather, mental health. Oh, no. When it's rainy, like, I want to be inside, and I just want to be like. I'm from a tropical area. Like I grew yeah. up in Nigeria. The sun is sunny. The sun is always sunny. And I, like I agree. Like that. I, you know, also partly grew up in Florida. The sun is sunny mm -hmm. there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just so came from there. The like, sun was sunny. Yeah, and then like coming to North Carolina, it's like, oh, it's not bad, but like maybe like smile some more sun. Like, <laughs> just saying. Well, I kind of got the opposite. You know, I grew up in the north. It's like a mixture, you know? We get, like, four seasons there. We get the sun. We get everything, so. And then here, I feel like here is just the same thing, but it's a little bit warmer, longer, mm. if that makes sense. That's yeah. That's the difference for me. Yeah. From, like, Pennsylvania to North Carolina. So you don't feel like you have seasonal depression or anything? No, not necessarily. But going back to, like, the month thing, recently I was going back to, I have, like, 
I have like multiple little journals, but in one of them, I was looking at the dates because I was feeling sad one day, right? And I looked into one of the journals I write in by hand. It was around the same time as September. I was also feeling sad. And I also looked in that other journal. I haven't touched that in a lot of years, but that same date, like three years ago, I was also sad during that time. This is one. And I was like, this is a pattern, but I just realized this recently. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't really have much interpretation from it from that. But also with that being said, I'm the type of person, like, although I'll feel these things, once they pass, like, I'm no longer in that feeling. And that could kind of be as me, like, dismissing them and not really dealing with them. But if they're not the top of my mind, I just can't remember to go back and, like, you know, deal with the situation properly or anything. I sat, I was sad, I had my cry, I move on, you know? So I feel like, to me, I feel like it's something that hasn't been handled with correctly that just keeps oh. popping back up that's how i oh. interpret it as yeah. so you're like like unfinished business like i that's what i think it is it i don't know like it like perhaps really or it could just be season not mine i don't See, know because it's also the same month mm. but i think mine is just but like, does it last the whole s- yeah does it last oh. the whole is it just, no because no, mine literally lasts till like march april like See, from now till march or april i start feeling like crap i don't think i get sad often as a person right but more recently specifically after the pandemic for me i've been having breakdowns a lot more consistently throughout the year like before for me so it's more just throughout the year overall it's been more consistent yeah but i feel like it's more specifically during this time if that makes sense but yeah because i'm the type of person who like never had a breakdown or it was like once a year type thing and that was my normal but now it's starting to extend past that and that to me is kind of like I'm trying to navigate what that means for me. Yeah. See, I can't tell if it's the season or if it's school, because I feel like yeah, either like, or too. I, I feel like maybe yeah, mine, mine, I know for a fact is season. Maybe it. Oh, hmm. I definitely think that regardless of what it is, I think school stresses it and takes it. Like, yeah. Well, like, yeah. Because that's sure. a thing, and you want to like me to write an essay. Like I'm, I don't want to care about the wife's tale. Like but. who cares for that man? But I don't know. <laughs> that's right. funny. I have an essay about <laughs> yeah and like for a long time i was just like yeah it was a rough patch but you know i thugged it out and we're good but then i talked to especially my friends who have been like actually diagnosed or have had like really bad chronic depression stuff like that like mm-hmm. once i opened up to them about it they were like alexis you were depressed and i'm like but was i no <laughs> and then i was like i was like but was i like am i i feel like i feel like i'm putting I'd be like, and they'd be like, mm-hmm. be like, no, Alexis, like, you were depressed. I'm like, mm, it's so crazy. I though. guess. I, I mean, if we want to so put it like hard that, to discern like if you were actually, because I feel like I you don't like, ever want to like mislabel yourself or put yourself yeah. in a situation that you don't be because you don't exactly, want to like you know yeah. take away from somebody else. Who exactly. Experience that, that, and so also, it's always hard to like you know navigate that. I think also on top of that is because uh, I think I was high functioning. Mm. and more of my friends who struggle with hard depression i don't have i have more who are what people like to think in the traditional case like can't get out of bed than i have yeah. high functioning oh, I feel you so, so because of that and because i was high functioning i didn't see it as like depression but one of my friends had to come around and tell me like no alexis like you were depressed you were just high functioning yeah because mm. like the movies be make it seem like oh i can't sleep I yeah can't eat. I go, no, not, not i can't sleep a lot mm. I, like i'm in my bed 24 7 but when i 
I had like what I look back on it and I'm like, you would call me depressed. I got mm-hmm. my best grades. Mm-hmm. I got my best grades. Yeah. Nobody knew around me but like the people who I told, which was aka like two people. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew. Like I had like on the outside mm-hmm. you're flourishing. My worst, yeah. My worst states, I'm the best on the outside and nobody has a clue. And yeah. it's just so crazy. But I think that goes back to again my immigrant experience. I know how to put on a facade, I know how to fake it. Mm. Let's expand on that. What do you mean? Like the facade part? Yeah, oh. and you faking it. Like what does that look like for you? And like what do you think that stems from like deeper into your immigrant experience? I think it's just like this is getting real deep. These guys don't make me cry now. She's crying before this. <laughs> but I just feel like I didn't grow up. Y'all gonna make me cry. So oh, with me. Okay. okay. I didn't grow up in America, and every time I step out of my room, like, I, I know it, and, like, I feel it. And, like, I'm aware that I'm not African-American. I'm, I'm aware that I'm a different type of black. Like, I mm-hmm. just the way we talk, just the way people, like, the things that people say. Like, today, like, we're talking about soul food, and, like, everybody was like, yes, yes, the collard grains. <laughs> and, and you're like... There, like I don't know what the hell we're talking. <laughs> like, just like certain things that are said, and it's just like I know that I'm different from everybody else, mm-hmm. and it's like I appreciate the black community, but like there's the black community, and that works for people. Mm-hmm. I need something else. No, you I need the agree. African because like, yeah, not even I just an African. And it's Niger- so annoying because it's mm-hmm. like it's not just the African. You need the Nigerian? Nigerian? I need the Nigerian immigrant who gets it. Got and you. I have never found that in anybody. I find it actually maybe in one person. But, like, even that is still growing, and, like, that's not going to last long because they're about to leave. But, yeah. like, at the same time, I have never truly found somebody who... Like, gets it. Yeah, who just gets it. Which I think is why I'm It's so very excited. isolating. Yeah, it really is. And because of that, I have to put on a facade. Because if not, I will constantly have to face the fact that I'm not like i don't you're not yeah yeah and it's not that like i don't fit in and it's like it's a choice of like i don't want people to think i'm different it's like i literally don't understand what y'all are talking about yeah no i mm -hmm. like if i don't try to put on the facade i will literally just sit there and and be quiet yeah no friends i won't get to know people i would be in my room because at the end of the day i have never met anybody that i fully connect on 100 percent. that has just never happened and for me to survive, I just have to put on a facade. So my favorite place to be is my room because mm-hmm. that is the one place where I can be authentically myself. So do you feel like when you're back in Nigeria, you are more likely to be outside? 100%. I know for a fact. I know for a fact. Like, people think that I'm an introvert. I am not an introvert. I, I don't do think you are either. It. I feel like the more I get to know you as well, I feel yeah. like... That. It's just these spaces you feel aren't for yeah. you. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not an introvert. I am not quiet. It's just the connection's not, yeah, the connection like, that you're looking for, you're not finding here. I'm just not connected to the people here. And, like, I mm-hmm. love you guys dearly. No, and I understand. Kind of like, there's this lack of connection that we just can't make up for because it, it's, like, it's cultural. It's, yeah, you it grew up with it. And yeah. Like that. And it's just, like, it is what it is. Like, I don't, there's nothing else to do, so you put on a facade. You deal with it, you go about your day, you go to your room, and you just keep on pushing. And that's why I'm so excited to go study abroad, because 
I can finally step into a space that I've selected that mm-hmm. I know is going to have what I need. Yeah, because there's a lot of immigrant mm-hmm. Nigerians in the UK. In the like, UK. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited no, for you. Real, like I'm stepping into where I've always wanted to be. I love yeah. NC State, but I'm here for the money. And let's keep it a book. Like I'm here because they're paying for my school. Mm-hmm. And it has good resources to an extent. But other than that, like if they said go where it makes you happy, NC State would never be on the list. Yeah. Wearing the NC State shirt. I know. I'm literally <laughs> repping the wolf. I mean, if they're giving you money, you're not going to rep them. No. Right. I'll spend my little 50 here. Just yeah. You paying for my tuition. Yeah. So oh. I'll wear it. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. How about y'all? How do y'all, like, y'all, like, have community? That's what y'all feel like. I, I feel like I have more now with CSA. And it's not... I don't know if this is how it is for you. It's not even like I need to be talking about Caribbean stuff. Oh, no, for sure. It's just being, like you said, just people back yeah. home who get it. And I know for me it's a little different than some of the other people CSA or for you. Like I was born here. And I know for a lot of times to immigrants, like people from their homes, they see us as almost fake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can understand, yeah, and I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like, there's don't... still, like, obviously there's nuances that I'm going to understand or, like, be able to relate to to African Americans that, like, Eugenie might not be able to relate to because I did grow up here, mm-hmm. but there's still things, like, that come up every day that I'm like, I've never heard of this, I have no idea what this is, and neither do my parents because n- they weren't born here. Nobody was there to teach me these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know about these things, and sometimes it's the small things. I always bring up, like, the movies, like, the black classic movies. Yeah, I haven't watched those until exactly. I came to college because my parents didn't watch half of them, yeah. and they don't know it's, like, a cultural thing that you're supposed to get your kids to watch. Like, mm-hmm. they just happened to watch them because their American friends told them to watch them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a regular movie recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, little things like that, people making those little references and stuff like that, like, it just be going over my head. And I used to have, like, I feel like I might have talked about this before, but that used to like really bother me because I just didn't understand what was going on mm-hmm. because I was born here. Mm-hmm. And I was always just like I just always saw myself and how people treated me was African-American. Mm-hmm. And it took me until I was in high school. I was literally in a BS, uh, BSB, BSU, yeah, BSU oh, meeting yeah, right before it got created at my high school. And they were talking about I think it was the um, Black Wall Street. Like, you know about Black Story. I had never heard about it before then, but they were all talking about that and something else. Mm -hmm. And somebody, like, asked me something. I was like, I'm not, I said, I don't know, I'm not African-American. And that was the first time I've ever said that out loud. It was the first time I ever Mm -hmm. recognized it. Like, I said it, and then I realized what I said. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this this is is not actually my history. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm connected with it just for the, like, it's weird how America works. For the pure reason that we are all black, Mm -hmm. we are automatically connected to this african-american history mm-hmm. oh, whether even, it's ours or not not even just connected like none of us like, in here are like full-blown african-american mm-mm. none of us in here are african-american but we all have not even have we're all forced to share the african-american experience, experience yes because and i everybody who's not black treats us like we're african-american exactly they all assume that you're a black african-american what else? yeah mm-hmm. and it's weird especially growing i don't know if you had this since you came here but you might have this where like because i grew up like always being treated as african-american i do have emotional ties to african-american history but now i feel kind of weird about it like 
like even I made jokes because you know people be talking about ooh reparations stuff like that and like some places start actually giving reparations I'm always like yeah I'm not gonna qualify like I'm I'm the first one here but it's weird because at the same time I feel connected to some of the African-American history just because of the way that people have projected that onto me and I've been forced to take in that culture even though that is not my family's culture that is not my roots mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you it's like definitely like weird to like you know, sometimes you have to be like, hey, like, this is not me. This is not my culture, you know, and just like telling people that, yeah, this is for you, but it's not for me. And then sometimes people don't understand that all the time. They don't process it. And then like you have to go in and like self dive into your history and stuff. And that's sometimes that's uncalled for. Sometimes you don't want to do that, you know, but it's like if you don't say that and stand up for yourself, you know, then people aren't going to understand. But since they don't understand, now you have to like go into your history. And that's not always called for, you know you don't want to share your entire life story to like yeah random yeah Yeah. i just like at this point i just say my parents are from here and i just i know i think i leave it at that yeah because i feel like sometimes i get confused onto like what like background your parents are and aren't because for a moment i thought they were first gen you were second gen nah but they're you're first gen yeah they're they're immigrants like i help them study for their citizenships (laughs) like my mom (laughs) Is trying to do that. Oh, she is. Do you know, like, when my brother, because we got ours like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. My brother's yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. When my brothers got his, because he was the last one to get it. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, we were all in the room and like, oh, it's such, a, it's such like a beautiful thing. It is. Because it's like we're all in the room and there's like all these different like we're all pretty much we're all immigrants. So. Yeah. But like, there's all these immigrants in the room and like we're all just like lined up and it's so cute because like all the families are like really patriotic. And then there's me, and they're like national anthem. I'm like, I don't know no, the national anthem. Mean. Like pledge. What you were saying, like I could definitely relate to your experience more, because like you know we kind of the same playing field. But what was the? I feel like there's a question to this. I'm supposed to be answering. That's why I want to stem this from my you response. You were talking about like, if, um, do you find community at NC State? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't even really. I went on the tent, yeah. You did. You said no, you did. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. And then you started yeah, going back into your yeah. past. Like, um, I don't know if you remember this one, but, like, literally me finding ASU was just for me to find I my re- community I remember, here. yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I relate most, which I feel like it's so, like, weird, but I relate most to immigrants than anybody else because they know what it feels like to kind of be an outsider within this community, mm. even if I was born here and stuff. Because, again, like, my parents, they literally kind of created a wall outside of, like, this is our culture. This is what you're going to be surrounded with. Oh, sorry. You're and then good. when I go out into society, like, I'm interacting with people, but I, it wasn't to a cultural basis. It was just like... Like it wasn't in friends. your home. Yeah. So, like, me personally, I didn't start listening to, like, American music until 2015, to put that in perspective uh. for you guys. So, like, that was already a gapping in my understanding and relating to other people. Like, mm-hmm. it would only be radio songs. Like, if I was in an event a space and they're playing radio music, I would listen to that and that was it. I'd go home and my dad was an avid, like, reggae listener. Specifically, mm-hmm. he loved listening to, like, Bob Marley and the Wailers and stuff. So, that was music for me. And then my mom loved listening to traditional music. So, that, like, created a cultural gap. And that's just an example of many within my life. So, that's why, like, for me, like, when immigrants come and they, they can't Because they were very preserved... Things, yeah, like, like they, yeah, because that's the sure, other thing. Kind of immigrant parents do different you. things. Yeah, because some immigrant parents like they really force like become you American, become American, you. become yeah. American. My parents and then the some are yeah, some are like you need to know where you're from. You yeah. need to grow up as like close dad, to how we grew up as our possible. Best time stories were literally everybody in his family tree. 
um little like bedtime stories like rooted from like cultural and like ethnic background like our background and stuff like cultural teachings and stuff like that like i was very like rooted within our culture and stuff and although that occurred even i don't know for some reason like lexi like what she said like i still believed i was african-american like i knew because it's african. how they push it on you yeah, like they like, don't give you a I choice knew i was yeah. african because i knew like the food i was eating and stuff i was doing but like in my head i'm like oh i'm, I'm african-american African-Amer- yeah. but the, i'm just like a different group of african-american but i'm yep. still african-american you know me and then like it wasn't until later like i realized like yo like i'm actually like not african-american yeah, like, i'm i'm like, actually nationality american yeah, and ethnicity like, not african-american yeah yeah so that was like a hard separation and i feel like for me like when i went to my boarding school i went to other people who were like oh my parents are african i was like your parents are african mine are too so we kind of had like a little community and they were talking about african foods and i think another disconnect for me like my language i'm from a country where where we were like colonized by the french one right and we're not like a popular country either so all of the popular terminology for things for like um signifying african things they're not necessarily how they translate into my country so although we might be talking about the same thing the way we define it are differently so that also provided a disconnect when i'm talking to people like from let's say nigeria or ghana or whatever they're talking about things that are globally known of like everybody's definition of that said thing but in my country we define it as a different thing so that also provides a separate disconnect in that you know so though i do connect to immigrants it's like also again kind of like you like if you're not somebody from my country that connection is not really full but for me just meeting an immigrant satisfies that connection for me enough for enough, me to yeah. feel connected. Yeah, so it's kind of weird, like how like me interacting with you kind of fulfills it, but for you, when I say you're the same, you need somebody a little bit further, you know, mm. to really get that connection for you. So that's something no, I, I found interesting. But yeah, yeah. I think it's sorry, no, you got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I think it's only because like like I grew up in it mm. like for a good 12 years like i have pictures and memories on my phone going back like memories of me and my friends i think like my mom was my parents were never like oh you're nigerian like i I knew that came out the womb yeah the flag is in my hand (laughs) (laughs) i knew that so it was just like yeah coming here like it was aggressively obvious for you yeah that you weren't african-american and also like everybody around me made it obvious to me like they would say stuff i'd be like Facts, like even today, like sometimes I'll go into spaces and stuff, like even today in college, like I'll say something, I'll, I don't know this. They're like, oh, you don't know this? Oh, yeah, like, that yeah. And then I yeah. sometimes I have to be like, hey guys, like I need you to understand, like my parents, parents are, are like, immigrants. Me. I know. You and know? that happened to like, me today. <laughs> no, that literally happened to <laughs> like, me today. I've been like kind of separated from yeah. American and culture. And it's so crazy because some of these things, when they tell me after that, I see it everywhere. I hear no, it so everywhere. I'm like, yeah. I'm like where was this? <laughs> happened to me today like we were in a group of it was me my my sweet sisters mm-hmm. and we were all together doing an activity do a service activity and they started like mentioning um like soul food mm-hmm. and then um they were talking about like sweet potatoes or something mm-hmm. and then i was like oh they're talking about pies like sweet apple potato- pie, caramel oh. pie, sweet potato pie mm-hmm. and then i was like i don't like pies and then they were like oh my god what if you don't like pies you know you don't like pies you mean i was like i don't like pies and then i was like you guys gotta remember like I'm Nigerian. They're like, oh yeah, you're not African American. Makes sense. And then I was like, <laughs> did not. Yeah. That's how I They're feel. They're so sweet, but like, it's still, it's just interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I. That's. It's funny, cause there's some foods that like, is like um, African Americans have like in their soul food culture. Ooh wow, <laughs> culture. Uh-huh. 
that are similar to some of the dishes that like my family will make, but mm-hmm. there'll be like a couple ingredients different or a couple things different. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be talking about them with the food that, you know, we're all hyped up and stuff. Right. And then I'll mention a certain ingredient and then they're, they're like, whoa. what? Yeah, they're like, what are you talking <laughs> like, about? Pause. I'm like, oh, we don't, that's just me. We don't all do that. Oh, all right, my bad. I messed up. I messed up. I see, we don't all it's, do that. It's, like, it's kind of sad that we have to, like, you know, kind of feel bad and feel like, whoa, like, you know, like, we yeah. can't, like, you know, fully express, like, our culture. Because then it's, like, created that divide and stuff. And it's just, like, that weird interaction, you know? Yeah. And just, like, not saying that people treat you different. They do. And it's not even like they're trying to be malicious. Well, I feel like as kids, I don't know. Maybe it's just different. Mm-hmm. I feel like the malicious treatment of like pointing it out and making you feel bad happens more younger and then when you're older it's more on accident besides the the like outliers who are like go back to your country you know what i mean that's just racism yeah 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 but um yeah i feel like when like people now like nobody's like oh my gosh like you're an immigrant like yeah but But they'll still do like you don't know this and you're like i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. But it's like, we're Who said you're fine? My people don't say you're fine. They're like, bro, I don't care. I still can't believe you See, haven't my, done my this. Da, da, da. I'm like, wow. I get both. Some of them, both. yeah. And then some of them be like, okay, well, we have to watch it because you got new. Yeah. Okay, we like, have to do this. We have to do this. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. But the one African American thing that I cannot learn, I tried spades. I what I play I spades and I won my first match. I would like okay, to say girl. I played my first match. I think it would but be. But I don't easier. know how to play it. Like I don't. I, I really think don't you know just need to actually look up the dive. Having I feel like spades is one of those games. If you're not playing it constantly to yeah, learn, you need to yeah. look it up online and actually learn the proper directions <laughs> like in order. Direction. Yeah, this is kind of. I thought I realized a lot of people here. Do y'all know how to play solitaire? Yes, I do. A lot I of love people. Solitaire. Thank you. A lot of people here. I be playing solitaire. They're like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Solitaire." They're like, "I don't know how to play." Okay, I'm, I'm like, wow. I played it online only. Like, I've I never played it. Still, but like, I've been playing with the cards. I've never played it in person. But on the cards, because on the computers. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh wow. On my on my computer, yeah, because it's one of the only games that were automatically what? downloaded. Oh my gosh. We had like the computer. We had computer. Mm. Was it the little? School. Was it the one that had the little spider icon on it? Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 specifically, <laughs> like yeah. out of those. Yeah. It was games. solitaire, and, and it had like the little the, black spider yes. on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. We had computer games. We used to play that on Windows Seven. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you you hit on it just like that, like yeah. Because, like, it was to the point, me and my brother would, like, compete to see who could finish, like, a whole deck successfully first. Yeah. We never did it. Oh, really? No, we Y'all did Y'all ever get we that solitaire that tiki game? Card games? That was my life. Facts. I love me a good card game. They, they, they're really good. Yeah. Oh, I know what I want to say earlier, though. Mm-hmm. It was about what you said mm-hmm. or what we were saying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like part of the reason... I never thought about me not being African-American and also not... Because, like, you said you were aware you were African, but you just also thought you were African-American. Partially, yes, but no. Like, subconsciously, I did because I knew I was different, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it, like, 
I don't know how to explain it. Like, truly in my heart, like, anytime, like, I don't know, I used to always relate about, oh, I was born in the Bronx. Me too. Oh, we're oh, the same, okay. you know? Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. That's, That's how I am with Atlanta or, like, people born in, like, Decatur right, area. You know like, what I'm saying? Like so, that. like, those parts of my identity just meant more to me. I know you get Because I could find more people that could relate to it than somebody being like, oh, my parents are from Africa. Not that many people could relate to that. So that identity that was group enough. to me, yeah. it just didn't really have as much as nuance uh, root, i guess mm-hmm. just didn't like it didn't hold as much in my identity sphere mm-hmm. as like all the other identities because i found other people to relate them to it so you Got know what you. i mean like yeah. i knew i feel like i no, i don't I really feel like, like i knew at the same time like i knew but i didn't know yeah. i don't know how to explain that and I like not to to some people i'm gonna wrap myself out when mm-hmm. i say this but now i'm confused go ahead because okay like my dad born raised grew up everything barbados mm-hmm. My mom mm-hmm. was one of those Canadian Caribbeans. She is born, raised, grew up in Canada. Mm-hmm. But both of her parents are from Barbados. Mm-hmm. And the reason she even knows my dad is because my mom, she went out and lived out there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she lived with her cousin, and her cousins is friends with my dad. So both sides of my family all from Barbados. Mm-hmm. Everyone's from Barbados except specifically my mom, mm-hmm. who was born and raised in Canada. Canada. But not even Toronto, Canada, where there's culture in white Calgary, Canada. I don't I've know never heard is. of that. Right. So because of that, the way my household ran, and on top of that, she's a teacher. Mm. And I feel like this plays more into like the dialect situation of what was going on in my house. I don't want to say my house was bland, because it's like I grew up with Caribbean music and like food and stuff like that. But at the same time, it was they just never spoke about it really. Mm. It was never like a sit down conversation we had. I feel like was it just understood? I guess because but I don't know because they also never had a serious conversation about me being black either. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like my what mom's story, mean? my mom's story of me figuring out I'm black because I grew up in an all black area, so nobody talked about being black. Mm-hmm. Everybody was black. Like. For real. Literally everyone was black. I can think of one Hispanic family that lived down the street. Every single other person from my childhood that I can think of was black. And it was the elections between Hillary Clinton and Obama. And I was saying the thing watching TV. My mom turns to me and she's like, Lexi, do you know if you're black or not? And my memory of the situation is I looked at the TV and I saw Hillary Clinton was a girl. And I knew I was a girl. <laughs> so, so I go white. <laughs> so I said white, and my mom goes, "No, you're black," and that was the only conversation I've ever had really about being black. Oh, See, growing mine up, the opposite. Okay. Like mine was like we, because everybody in Nigeria like we're all black, right? Yeah, See, a white person. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so we're like we're all black, and then I came. So like it's just like we're all black. We're all chilling. Yeah. I came to America. I'm like oh. Like, I know they're white people, of course, it's America, mm-hmm. but, like, damn, like, the racial divide is really racially right now. No, like, it's, it's really it's, racially. It's deep. It's real deep. Mm-hmm. I said, hmm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. But because of, like, that immediate surrounding and then my parents not talking about it, it was the same, I feel like, culturally. Like, that, ooh, they just not talking about it and stuff. So I wasn't, it was never in the forefront or even really back of my mind. What are you going to say? Now, this is this is a generalization that people make. People make it seem like if your mom is not because they because they feel like the mom is the one who like. Oh no, like, it's on both of them. 
I put this on both of them. Oh, no, I was about to ask a question. Oh, okay. That's your question. Wait, that's what I'm about to say. Like, they feel like the mom is, like, the one that's, like, she's in charge of having to do that. Not in charge. Are you talking about, like, like, usually, like, you know, like, when there's, like, if there's a, people say, like, if there's a white mom and a black dad, it's different. That child is more likely to be disconnected from their black side. Oh, because you're like, saying, like, the culture stemming from, like, the mom. Yeah. yeah I feel like with the dad. I've only okay. heard it with the black and white situation, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of the history of the fetishization of black men and the whole history of black men and white women in America. Almost, I was just thinking more so, like, the mommy not, the mommy not doing what the mommy needs to do. Cause do you think cause like the child is probably like gonna like you know be surrounded with their mom most likely more that like the cultural teachings are probably gonna stem from her than more than like See, their father. The feminist in me wants to say no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no. Uh-huh. But Woo! I don't. Know. I don't. No. I don't. I, I don't put that. I don't put that on my mom. I'm just saying it was like both of them. My dad didn't talk to me about any of it either. Mm-hmm. It was neither one of them. It was just like. And not in a bad way. They just didn't talk about it. But also, it's because of, which you guys might be able to understand, you know mm-hmm. how Caribbeans and Africans, they see a lot of times African-Americans as lazy and focusing too much on race? Do you guys have that? Because I've talked to some Africans about that, and they're, they like notice that. But I know that's especially big in the Caribbean. Like They see a lot of Americans as lazy because they don't understand, because they're not here, mm-hmm. and they didn't grow up here, and they don't know the history as well. They don't see the nuance of how far deep psychologically the black community has been affected in america mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like real impoverished neighborhoods and stuff like that mm-hmm. they basically see a lot of the things that they do they're putting themselves in that position on purpose oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i forgot where i was going with but this do part. i think my oh, parents think my that? that's why my dad didn't bring it i feel like oh. that's part of the reason my dad never brought it up because okay. he's very aware that there's a lot of racist stuff going on mm-hmm. but at the same time he's like at the end of the day, like you got to do what you got to do. So he didn't bring it up, really. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I see what you're saying, but my Kinda. mom, like my mom, wasn't like that. Like she didn't have the mentality of like, oh, African Americans are so lazy. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. My I don't think my mom either. had. She didn't have that type. Maybe of lazy was a push. Okay. No, but I actually but have d- heard. I've heard okay. like of other Africans, like outside of like, um, not my family or anything, but other Africans being like, oh, they are lazy. Like I've heard yeah. that stereotype, mm-hmm. which is not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the case stereotypes. But my mom exactly. personally didn't believe that. I think, like, my household was more focused because we all grew up in Nigeria. My mom, my dad, my mm-hmm. siblings, my brother. Like, everybody grew up in Nigeria. So our mindset was more focused on, like, how are we going to survive, a.k.a. fit in, but still be us. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so, like, we weren't even thinking of, like, so we weren't even, like, thinking, like, oh, they're lazy. Like, we're not even thinking of a way to, yeah. be, like, let's divide each other even more. Right. We were yeah. more focused on, like, Let's blend in. How to assimilate. Yeah, yeah. how to assimilate, but, like, yeah. still be us. I agree. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was very hard to, like, connect with my culture at times, especially, like, I kind of lived in different kind of the demographics of communities within my life, like, all black, mixed cultures, all white, especially within, like, the all white neighborhoods. I was like, Mom, like, you don't, like, I just try to make her be like, yo. And I was a child, too. This was not me growing me saying this. This was child me, something in me, like, but, like, we should not be out here flaunting our culture. Like, this is not a safe space to do so. Mm-hmm. And my mom was very big within her culture. You know, she loved wearing her cultural attire and stuff, dressing up and so forth. But oh, I, I was like. You. Sundays, 
Yeah. My mom used to be dressed up. Was that your mom also? Yeah, she liked dressing up sometimes just sitting in the house or be like, oh, let's go to the grocery store. And I want to like wear my nice clothes, you know? Yeah. So she's like, mom. she always gets her clothes like sewn in Africa and then get them brought here. So, you know. What country? Oh, it's different countries. Sometimes Niger, mm-hmm. sometimes Togo. Oh, uh, yeah, because. Yeah, she moved her. Yeah. And I think my family also kind of spreads out in Africa in general. Mm. Like, we have some family members in Ghana as well. Mm. So, like, this is why, like, it's kind of hard for me to, like, differentiate, like, where certain things come from within my family Mm. because we kind of pick up cultures from different countries. And that's why I kind of like to generalize because I don't know who what belongs to. And that kind of gets lost in translation of this person from this side of the family, you know, because our family kind of is very connected um, extended-wise, extended family-wise. But, yeah. For anybody listening, I always make them say countries because if I hear one more person talk about something, Africa is, I thought it was a country. No. There are countries within the continent of Africa. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that one more time as I grow up, we going to have a problem. So that's why I just say countries because mm-hmm. I just like, I just don't. This is a whole different episode. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the idea. Generalization. Yeah, because it's I like. I understand. It's I just know, but me, it makes like, sense in okay. your 100%. That's your experience. Uh-huh. But personally for me, you never go to Africa because Nigeria, I could vote with you. I don't know what's going on in Ghana. They could tell me what's going on in Togo. I, I don't know. I, like, don't I have no <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have no family back there. Like, I have no idea what's going on in the next country. Uh-huh. But side note, go back to what you're saying. Flaunting, not flaunting, but being pride, not prideful, but showing off your culture. Yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that, to be honest. I was going somewhere with it. There was a reason why I brought that up. But could I tell you? But like, when you were a child, you said that like you kind of knew that it wasn't a safe space. Oh, yeah, because I think the Lexi clothes. brought us something about like culture or something. I don't know. I think I was trying to connect mm. something she said. Assimilation? Yes, assimilation. Yes, I was like, assimilation was just very key. I just understood that from a young age, assimilation was key to, like, you know, survive Mm. and stuff. And that wasn't something I was taught or anything. It was just something I noticed and picked up. Yes, like, I didn't have to. My biggest experience of realizing that, like, there's definitely a differential divide from, like, at least, like, black people and, like, white people for me. We were kids playing in our neighborhood, and this was when we lived in a basically all white town. Like quite literally, I feel like we were the only black people in this town, mm. to be quite frank. Mm. And so we were outside playing. Me and my sibling, my sister was too young. Yeah, so me and just just me and my brother playing. And then there was these kids outside. So we were like play. We saw them playing outside. We're like, oh, let's go play outside. Me and you. And then let's see if we can like you know sometimes try to combine groups. You know, because that's what kids do like to play with each other. We started playing, and then immediately we see, like, their parents from the other side. And this, mind you, it's like a white family, if that mm-hmm. wasn't clarified already. Mm-hmm. She's talking to the kids, and they slowly, one by one, just start leaving, going outside. Oh and then me and my brother, we are like, oh, it's not kind of fun no more because we don't have kids that we were planning on playing with. They're not here, so, like, let's go back inside. A little bit after we went inside, they, went they back all out. came out. Hey, yo. And that, like, to me, That's it definitely when you hurt. Hit. Yeah, it definitely hurt. Like, I, I had, like, the traditional, like black person in a white area um because even though i grew up in a black area mm-hmm. um during middle school my mom i mean not middle school elementary school my mom worked on the more north like north of atlanta in like um if y'all know what roswell is she worked in like we roswell it's rich it. white area okay. oh, I think I really now know. i feel like now it's a little more hispanic mm-hmm. i was about but, to say but no because it made me think of the song by what's her name the not Atlanta yeah, that's song. What I was singing, yeah, and I remember she brought it up. But go ahead. Yeah, but Roswell has like a lot of like r- like million million dollar homes, rich white area. But she worked for a private school, and I had like begged my mom in elementary school, like let me go to your school. 
Anyway, so I end up going to her school. You know, I'm one of the only black people there. Um, but we had a lesson, and it was like the first lesson we had talked about slaves. And I had talked about slaves before, but everybody's black. No one's looking at each other. We're just looking at the textbook. Mm-hmm. Oh we're talking about slaves. And, you know, we're reading da-da-da-da-da-da-da, slaves, da-da-da. And I just felt kind of weird, and I looked up, and everybody in the room <laughs> is looking at me. Because I'm the only black kid there. Everyone's looking at me, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at them like... And I remember thinking, I was like, do they think I'm a slave? Oh, no. <laughs> like, are they imagining me as a slave? Like, I'm free. <laughs> Harriet said I'm free. And, I'm Harriet. and like looking back, it's kind of funny because no, none of my ancestors were slaves here. Mm-hmm. Like that history did not even apply to me. I don't know. My ancestors enough. were picking sugar canes, not cotton. No, for real. Still enslaved, though. Still yeah. enslaved. Just in their own country. In well, a different country, really yeah. Really enough, like, I asked my mom, because my mom, like, she makes it very clear that we're, like, not African-American when I ask her about it. She never made it clear in the household, but when I ask her about it, you know, trying to learn about culture, I was like, but didn't our family at some point ever get enslaved? She was like, no. We like, came here. Like, <laughs> No, like, you know, like, even back home, like, you could have gotten enslaved oh, by, like, yeah, another yeah, tribe yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, she said her tribe and my dad's tribe they never got like um they never got like what's the word when the white come over and take over colonized there we go they never got (laughs) colonized oh that's my mom's tribe and my dad's tribe they both never got colonized so they don't know anything about where they're where are they located because most of the slaves Um, are all in like you know the same area were they in that area I don't know, but I know my families are like from Niger. I know their tribes' names. Mm. Actually, I don't remember my mom's. Name. My mom's was Niger wild. one of the countries that so, got. I'm not. The thing about oh, I wish they did this. I'm more. trying to think. When I like when I did my history lessons in Nigeria, it uh, was more focused on like what was happening in, in that part. Of, oh, like, you mean like the slave trade itself, like the countries? Yeah, I don't think Niger. I don't think Niger. I don't think so. I it think was. It yeah. was mostly Nigeria, Ghana, uh, yeah. um, Togo, yeah. Benin Republic. Because, like, Niger is really big one. And so we're, like, kind of right next to Chad, which is, like, kind of more of, like, that other side of Africa. We're right above, I think, I believe, Algeria as well. Like okay, yeah, Africa, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're kind of, like, on, on the, the outskirts out, yeah, of the yeah. West, although we are the West Africans. Yeah. yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I can relate to everything y'all said, but mm-hmm. flip it, and it's not white people, it's black people it's african-americans and africans like mm. i had the exact same experience when we were in class anytime it talks uh, about like colonization and african they looked at you because they're like oh the african no it's like oh she's straight out of there mm. oh what does it feel like i'm like that was 1960 <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I personally have no experience we got independence in 1960 what do y'all want me to say I just like, right but no, like they would look at me. I remember one time we were just in class talking about colonization mm-hmm. and it got to like the specifically African countries. And my teacher looked at me, she said, yeah, it w- yeah, it was extremely hard for them. I said, oh, no. And then everybody in the class was like, yeah. Oh. And then it was kind of like she paused and like, oh Janine, do you want to say anything else? And I kind of uh, just like raised uh, my hand. And I was just like, um, yeah, you know, it's hard being there. She's like, I know. <laughs> Now, yeah, I'm, I should have just sat down there. Yeah, I should just sat down there. But I understand. Right so why did she? And then after I said my thing, why did she say, "Yeah, I know, girl." What yeah, that's crazy. No, you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the point. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, crazy, life. crazy, crazy life. Now we all know ourselves. 
Yeah. yeah. And now we're here. Now we're here. We're still struggling. Do y'all know yourselves? Are y'all discovering? Good question. Do y'all How do y'all feel? feel? Like y'all Are y'all Ooh. immigrants? You want I want to add something here real quick. Okay. Go ahead. Also, this is kind of like off topic, but on topic. Yeah. I always kind of want to do the ancestry thing mm-hmm. just to see somebody in my family slipped up. What? Wow. Okay, but you I don't think, think somebody in my no, family no. slipped up. <laughs> no, but listen. Go ahead. But what if they didn't slip up? And they fell in love? I think it's... What? That, but I was also thinking because you know there was a lot of raping going on. Oh for sure. Mm. Oh for sure. Especially but like my family keeps track of history, so like I feel oh, like they okay. would have known. Like if this child oh, came from this also, incident, you know, your they would have known. Was yeah, colonized. colonized. So I just the chance that. of that happening is yeah, like slip. So like if I see my DNA results and it's kind of a little scattered, you know what I'm saying? Two plus two is not equal in four for our equations. Mine. <laughs> I know for a fact that there's somebody white in that ancestry. I know for a fact because Nigeria, it was going on like. It, it was giving drugs, drugs everywhere. Mm. But I, I, I choose to be naive. <laughs> no, me. No, I choose I to be know, naive. Like and I see even that know. They fell in love, I don't and know. It was not none of that that happened. Like I know on my dad's side, mm-hmm. some of the white is British, which makes sense because we were a British colonized island. Like, yeah. but I know some of our answers actually got brought back to Britain. I don't know how they got back, honestly. But I know some of my, I know some of the stories of some of the people who were mixed. I don't really know the stories of the white people, though. I don't know who the white people were in my family, but I know who some of the mixed people were. Mm. I've always wanted to do it because I I know that, like, there's, like, a 97, 90, like, 5% chance that my ancestors like some of them stayed in Nigeria and then some of them actually taken over to the Americas. I know yeah. for a fact that that probably happened, but I also, when I was younger, mm. oh my God, it's going to give colorism. When can I we was talk younger, about that next episode. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Well, I think I'm going to say it now. Can she say it okay. now? Okay, <laughs> when I was younger, I had like a theory that the reason like why I wasn't like darker skinned than like mm. everybody else around me was because my blackness and my lineage was watered down and because there were a couple of black people in my line that had fallen in love with white people and that's like how all light skinned people were made. I mean I'm not gonna lie, I think I believed that at some point too when I was younger. Like that was not a far stretch yeah. of a theory. Okay. I thought I was crazy. You were not the only one like, as a younger person. Like <laughs> I mean like yeah, definitely <laughs> realized true. it wasn't true. But as a child, yeah, that yeah. thought those thoughts did appear in my up, mind a little bit. Up. A little bit. Yeah. In our heads. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, what's your ancestry? Where are you from? Where are oh, you my from? immigrants. Where are your parents from? Is you African American? Is you not black or old at all? Right. Um, like yeah. are talk you, about where your... are we from, everybody? History well, background. Right. To all my immigrants. And are you connected say. with your culture? Are you not? Yeah. Do you choose I to be? Choose, you choose not to be? Okay. Let oh, let okay, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. My bad. I just want to say to all my immigrants out there, if you feel like me and you don't really have a set culture, you are not alone. I got you. I see you. You are heard. You are seen. And I feel what you are feeling. And leave in the comments, like, what is going on? I'm always free. I always make time for my immigrants, all my black people in general. But if you want to DM me, talk about it, I will go on and on, girl. We can FaceTime. We can do whatever we want to do. And I will help you because I've been doing this for a while now. That was beautiful. Per snaps. That was a beautiful spiel. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Yeah, ditto. <laughs> ditto. Ditto. <laughs> that part. Ditto.
Okay. Yeah, that's it for today, guys. All right. Bye, guys. And don't forget. Oh. Y'all doing two different beats. Y'all messing me up right now. I can't hear shit with these headphones on. So. Like you were humming very quietly, so I don't know. Doom, 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 black doom dot podcast doom 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 um black dot podcast doom on Instagram gram um black 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 dot podcast cast cast on Instagram gram gram yeah but if you didn't get the memo on black dot podcast on the Instagram like what is he doing. Comment, respond to the polls. You know, follow us, follow, follow. like the posts, follow mm. us on Spotify, follow us on YouTube. Ooh, catch us Apple when? Music. Period. All of it. All catch us when you think of Ca- it. We probably us on there. And if we not, contact us. I'm dead. We can make some shake. Oh Ooh, wow. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay, bye, guys. guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh,